Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. And hello, calm parents, and welcome back to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam, and today I'm talking with career strategist Tamara S. Raymond. Tamara is founder and president of Innovative Management Consulting, Inc., which specializes in professional career and leadership development, including guidance for teens in determining their career paths. She authored the award-winning book, Careering, The Pocket Guide to Exploring Your Future Career, which I've got right here. Her goal is to help teens step up and take charge of their future in an accountable and responsible way while still making it fun and engaging. She hopes to offer a sense of ease and purpose and build a positive perspective about their future career. Welcome, Tamara. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. And I know this topic is so important to a lot of people, um, especially when we've got our high schoolers who are extremely unmotivated and are like, why bother with school? And it's really hard to get them focused and us parents are going, but we know how important it is and we can't seem to get that through. So I think you're going to provide us some guidance on how to encourage that and how to get them excited about their future, which I think is the big piece. Absolutely. Before we dig in, tell us about you and how you got started on this career path of helping people find their career path. Well, uh, as you might be able to guess, a lot of times we're led to our careers, right? Uh, from our own personal experiences and as a young person as a teen I struggled with figuring it out figuring out what it was I wanted to do okay I was interested in economics and then I thought oh I'm interested in psychology but then the conversation began okay that's great that you're interested in that (laughs) but what are you gonna do with that right um how do you make money what course do you want to take you know there's so many avenues even within that field so what would that even look like you know the questions kept coming for which I had absolutely no answer so what I found that really helped was exploring career exploration Mm -hmm. asking questions trying things out and that's what worked for me and many of the people that I work with And I was lucky enough to get an internship with Human Resources. And I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. But when I got in Human Resources, I loved it. But there's, even within that field, there are varying aspects of it. Everything from employee relations to, you know, payroll compensation, employee development, leadership development. Oh my goodness, is there an area that I want to focus on? And that became leadership development. And uh, there were one or two changes to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> and what does it look like to help people develop and become the, the, who it is they say they want to be, you know, the best versions of themselves? Because we're perfectly fine the way we are. 
But how do we use our strengths and believe it or not, the things we don't necessarily like doing, let's call our weaknesses, you know, to make a difference, to make the impact that we say we want to make. And that's how I ended up here, you know, working with CEOs and adults, but having had the opportunity to create internship programs for young people and seeing certain things, like there were questions that were being asked and there were things that were missing in some cases <laughs> when we were looking to incorporate people into the corporate world for some of those internships. And so it was okay. Having had the experience from both ends of the table, so to speak, you know, how can I make a difference? And volunteering, coaching young people, that was my heart project, right? Not something that I did uh, as a career at the time. And based on demand and need and having, you know, this persistent concern, it's like, okay, well, what can I do to help? And here I am. That's great. And yes, I think there's a lot of people that are really needing that help because we're having trouble helping our kids see into the future. And I think the other thing I see, it's not so much seeing into the future, but seeing into the future in a way that's realistic. Um, yeah. A lot of kids want to be YouTube stars and, you know, have these very big dreams, which I frankly think is awesome. But yeah. what I love about what you do is it's like, how do we take these dreams and make them more practical, doable? How do you get there? And yes. so tell us a little bit about what this process of careering, as you call it, looks like. Careering is all about taking action and taking steps in pursuit of a perfect career for you, or, you know, it could be starting your own business, whatever that looks like. And it's ta in taking those steps that we, in many cases, find the gems, you know, the, the juicy bits. <laughs> <laughs> help us get to where it is that we really want to go. Uh, you know, it's having someone who says, oh, I want to be a writer. Okay, great. Well, let's try that. Try writing. You know, let's explore it. And then get started and realize, oh, you know, just being able to write on command or come up with my own ideas. Uh, that's not really how I thought it would go or what I really want to do. Okay, great. Then let's take a closer look. What is it about that that you enjoyed doing in the first place? And, you know, so really taking steps to dig a little deeper and explore as you take those actions, what do you like about it? What, do you, what don't you like about it? You know, what are the next steps to take based on that? So that's really what it looks like in a nutshell. <laughs> And what I'm hearing, like, as you're talking, what's coming to mind is this is about encouraging them to f follow their dreams rather than discouraging them to follow something you may not think it's practical. It's more about, okay, that's what you want to do. You want to be a YouTube star. Great. What do you need to be able to do? What does that look like? Who can you talk to that does that? And how do we actually learn and fall into those skills? Right? Absolutely. That's exactly it. And in many cases, a lot of those ideas tend to fall by the wayside when they start looking at the practicality of it. Right. You know, what does it really take to do that? What does it really look like? And 
is this something I'm really interested in or willing to do? And answering those questions tend to sort of direct things one way or the other in many cases. But as parents, I understand uh, there are some things that tend to show up, you know, having worked with young people and, you know, parents and having had those conversations. It's, oh, you know, I want my kid to be a third generation lawyer or, you know, at the end of the day, it's wanting what's best for them. And the biggest support that I've seen parents give, because you know your kids better than anybody else, <laughs> you really do, is, you know, having compassion for yourselves. So taking care of what you need to take care of so you can be present in your conversations with them so you can actually hear what they're saying. Yeah, I think that's really big too. And kind of getting out of your own way and their way with your preconceived expectations mm-hmm. of what they should do. And you're, you know, I, I know we kind of see going, oh, they're really good. Even when they're little, like, oh, they're really good at that. They could become, and we have these dreams and then we kind of yes. keep trying to push them, but you're so talented at this, but this, you know, and then we get upset when they're kind of not going the direction we want. I think for a lot of parents, the thing that is the most frustrating is being able to motivate them to just do things like school and activities and things that we think are going to help them grow and set themselves up for the future. So how do you work with kids that could care less? Like they don't see the point of school at all. The key is, I'm going to say, um, a little simpler than you might think. Uh, It's starting out and having them explore things that they're actually interested in. So starting there, starting with the things that they're excited about. So in one case, it was, oh, I love being on social media. Okay. Now, depending on the child's age there is definitely being safe and making sure they know all they need to know I know you've done you know some uh interview on that but you know uh so I won't get into that in detail but it's about allowing them to explore that okay is there an internship where you get to manage or help manage somebody's social media content right is there an opportunity to help your uncle who, you know, is building this small business and would love your help. So there are ways that we can get them started and have them explore different things by starting out in what they're interested in, because then it's okay. Well, if you want to do this, you know, if you want to help create these games, like be a gamer and you want to create these games, well, you might have to learn graphic design. You might have to learn programming. So, you know, once you realize, okay, great, this is something of interest, then it's, all right, well, let's do the research to see what, what would that take? You know, oh, most of these people have degrees in X or Y, or (laughs) most of these people have gone to these particular training programs, or, you know, they definitely have these certifications. Oh, that's interesting. So then let's start doing that. Maybe it's an independent study in a particular programming language. So it's about starting out with what interests them and using that as the motivation tool to get them to, you know, take those next steps. 
and feel responsible and accountable while doing it. So they can have fun. It's like, oh my goodness, game it. Oh, what are these people who build these games? What do they have? What do they do? You know, maybe I can reach out to one of them. Maybe, wow, would one someone be willing to have an informational interview with me? You know, so it can create a lot of excitement and at the same time encourage them to do the schoolwork and you know put the effort in into the careering process to get to the next level because I've come across a few college students who you know, are, were a little down on themselves because they ended up spending extra years in college, mm. you know, changing their majors a number of times. So that's one of the reasons where I'm like, as early as you can start, it's okay. And wherever you are, it's okay. You know, so having compassion as a parent for yourself, as well as having compassion for your teen. It's been a while, to be honest, but, you know, we all remember what that was like. It's a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, what I'm hearing too is helping them follow what they love right now, because mm-hmm. that is, I mean, I hear a lot of parents frustrated with the level of their teen's motivation and kids are really motivated when it's something they want to do. Yes. We can't make them want to do something though. We can't make them. So if we are finding what they love and we're encouraging that, not trying to force something up, but encouraging that, all of a sudden they start getting motivated and ready to do stuff on their own. I know with my daughter, like her dream is to be Broadway. I mean, that's like huge competitive, you know, I'm like, you go because she now is completely motivated to practice. She's researching. She went jogging today because she's like, I need to have great physical strength. You know, if I had said you need to go work out, no way, but it's on her terms because it's for what she wants. And now she's motivated to do it. And it's amazing, right? When they're excited about it. Absolutely. And then asking those open-ended questions. So as they're exploring, not necessarily telling them, but huh, I noticed that you did this or spent a lot of time here. Can you tell me more about that or why? So you're helping them dig a little deeper into their interests and what it is they might be uh, willing and able to do, as well as, you know, having information for yourself. Yeah. So you can see, you know, in your the back of your mind, is there a way I can support them? You know, is there somebody I know in my network who is, you know, is in that particular profession and would be willing to have a conversation? Um, so that's one thing I wanted to bring to out to that I was kind of noticing. And when I was reading your book is that a lot of the skills, no matter what it is they want to be, a lot of the skills that you're encouraging them to do are skills we need no matter what we become. And a big one that really stood out to me that I was like, ah, is networking. Yes. So tell us a little bit, because you've got some guidelines about that, but tell us a little bit about how to encourage our teens to learn how to network. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting because even as adults, we have our life siloed. (laughs) you know, this is the group that I, you know, this is the book club (laughs) group, this is work, you know, this is the couple we have dinner with, what have you, you know, these are the parents with teens who we can hang out to, who can relate to us. So it's very interesting that um, it's the same with teens, right? And 
some of that could be modeling behavior, but as a society, it's something we tend to do. So one of the things I encourage them to do in the world of networking is to take a look at those closest to them, including their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, really? Even in writing my book at my age, which I was shouting me, you know, I was having a conversation with my mom and she said, oh, you know, well, you might want to have your aunt read it, completely forgetting that she was, you know, she, uh, yeah, chair of the English department at I mean, your university. Yeah. Now, is that something I knew? <laughs> yes. Is that something that occurred to me to ask in the moment? No. So, you know, it's sort of like that, having conversations with the people in our lives. So it's, oh, talking to your friends who are at soccer practice or your coach, you know, hey, I'm interested in getting a summer job. Is anybody, you know, working here, there or here, depending on the company you're interested in? Or, you know, there could be a kid whose parent has a company who's looking for, you know, interns that summer. I hired my nephew and two of his friends (laughs) one summer. You know, so it's about helping them to see their community as a resource, you know, as people who are willing to help and support them, including your parents who you might not necessarily think to ask. So definitely uh, something huge that I've found that's not necessarily overwhelming, you know, especially as teens, they have so much going on, Mm -hmm. you know, there's school, there's extracurricular activities, maybe not so much right now with the pandemic, but there's, you know, there's a lot that can lead to overwhelm. But if you incorporate these things in what you're already doing, it can make the world of difference. And definitely having conversations with people you know and trust will help keep them safe as well. So digging into that just a little bit, as you were saying, you know, this overwhelm that you were mentioning, um, you know, as parents, we're going to go, okay, we got this idea. We want to go get them to network and we want to go do that. And I know for me included, we get overexcited about it and we're like, let's get our teens in. And then we're bummed because our teens aren't as excited about it as we are. We get frustrated. We get upset. We get all these things because we're like, we've got it. And then they're not bought in. So how do we kind of start this process where our teens, we can kind of allow our teens to set the speed and be excited about it and not add, use it to add more stress <laughs> onto our kids and more cause a conflict. <laughs> oh, definitely. It's in those conversations that we were talking about when they're saying they're excited about something or interested in something. It's okay. Well, what are some of the things you can do to learn more about that? And really expanding on those conversations because they're going to be really, you know, excited and take charge and ready to take action because it's their area of interest. It's what they want to do. So, you know, you are having a dialogue with them, right, where you're listening to them and also asking questions and giving insights in a back and forth way that can be helpful and what I found, if it's in their area of interest, they're more than happy to take those steps and do whatever it is that needs to be done 
to make it happen. It's amazing. I mean, they've become unbelievably resourceful in many instances. I'm like, wow, I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So and- to kind of take the lead in some respect, but being there to listen and to ask questions and to guide. Yeah. And being okay if they switch, they change their mind many, 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 many times. I think we might get attached to one. We're like, oh, we love that idea. And we get super attached. And then they change. You're like, what happened to this really good idea? Um, but they're, they're trying different things. And as they do stuff, they may realize like, this isn't nearly as cool as I thought it was going to be. So absolutely. And at some point, you know, there might be some disappointment. This isn't as cool as I thought it would be okay, well, let's go back. Let's see what else you might be willing to try, you know, and being open about your own experiences, especially now. There are a lot of parents who are job searching as well, right? Yeah. And everything we've been through. So it's to let them know that you're human, you know, sharing some of your experiences, you know, with your interview. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I forgot my resume. I can't, you know, so that they feel comfortable and okay with sharing their experiences too. That's great. And, you know, as I, sh- I shared with you before we jumped on live is that, you know, my daughter, I'm homeschooling my daughter now. And so I'm going to use this guide as some of her, you know, education where it's like learning to network, learning to interview, learning to like explore career choices and finding internships and things like that, I think is so, no matter what they want to do, those skills will always be usable. Absolutely. I have, you know, 50 year olds who use the same process. It might look a little different, right? It might be more informational interviews than internships, even though that might be the case in some instances. But it holds true no matter where you are, even if it is, oh, in my case, okay, human resources was cool. But what within that did I want to focus on or explore a little bit more, you know, uh, continue to become a subject matter expert in. So it's definitely a journey, not always a destination. Even, oh, I want to be a doctor. Great. What, what's your area of speciality? You right. know, there's so much to choose from. You know, and so that's, I think, what um, has made the biggest difference is starting from what interests them and going from there, especially if you can find clips of things in the news, you know, things that are current events that you can share. So and that all comes from listening and having that dialogue. So, you know, when you hear something, you know, you can bring that up so they know that you're hearing them when they share right exactly yeah exactly and listening to them rather than trying to convince them of what you think is is right so tell us a little bit you were offering a free chapter of your book can you tell us a little bit more about that I am so I know networking is a challenge and it's something that I myself found overwhelming as an introvert, a self-introvert, introvert, you know, being out there and, you know, definitely sharing um, with people uh, what I'm up to. So I want to make a difference and help others. So if they connect to me and let me know that, you know, they heard me here, um, whether it's by email uh, directly, it's t raymond at imcleaders.com. You can go on my website 
at I am as in Mary, C as in Charlie, leaders.com and just hit the connect button and send it to me and say, hey, I need want that free chapter. Um, you know, you can connect to me also on, um, you know, all of the social media platforms. Uh, let's see, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, just send me a note and let me know um, that you're interested and I will definitely uh, get back to you as soon that's, as possible and get that to you. That's excellent. And thank you. And we'll have all those links for people in the show notes so people can definitely find you. So any parting words of encouragement for parents with teenagers? Uh have compassion for yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. You know, sometimes it, what I've seen is a frustration about not having the right answer or, you know, oh man, I said this and then they got upset. No, no, come back, come back. You know, this is where we were. So whatever that looks like, have compassion for yourself. And, you know, it's definitely um, a, a journey, um, the scaring yeah. process, but you know your kids the best and so you're the one who's able to ask those great questions and help them to see things and explore you've been from their whole lives in most cases so you know what you saw if they're having trouble getting started you're the ones who took them to those volunteer opportunities or to their, those houses of worship and saw the little things that they were interested in so you know you can help them with places to start Mm. And definitely, definitely know that you have a wealth of experience that you can draw from and share. I mean, stay-at-home mom, CEO, it doesn't matter. You definitely have the experience and the skills to help them along this walk. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, parents, for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us. If you want to learn more about how to help your teens succeed, feel free to grab my free guide, Seven Secrets to Motivating Teens at AskDrCam.com slash Motivate Teens. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode and the helpful strategies that Tamara shared with us, please take a quick moment to rate and review. This helps other parents like you find this show. I encourage you to share it with a friend as well. Until next time, have a beautiful, peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.ask drcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.